0: Hello and welcome to In My Biased Opinion with Luke Dias. This is episode one, I Think Therefore I Am. It is now some years since I had detected how many were the false beliefs that I had, from my earliest youth, admitted as true, and how doubtful was everything I had since constructed on this basis. And from that time I was convinced that I must once and for all seriously undertake to rid myself of all the opinions which I had formerly accepted, and commence to build anew from the foundation if I wanted to establish a firm and permanent structure for the sciences. Meditation on First Philosophy Meditation 1 René Descartes 1642 How can we be certain that we are indeed living sentient beings? Is it because we breathe? Is it because we can think? Is it because we can feel our heart beating inside of our chest? This is the idea that French philosopher René Descartes presented when he set forth his proposition, cogito ergo sum, which, translated from the Latin, means I think, therefore, I am. He first introduced this in his 1637 book, Discourse on the Method, wherein he makes the following statement. I inquired, in general, into what is essential to the truth and certainty of a proposition. For since I had discovered one which I knew to be true, I thought that I must, likewise, be able to discover the ground of this certainty. And, as I observed that in the words, I think, therefore, I am, there is nothing at all which gives me assurance of their truth beyond this, that I see, very clearly, that in order to think it necessary to exist, I concluded that I might take, as a general rule, the principle that all things which we clearly and distinctly conceive are true in this statement. Rene Descartes is presenting the idea that the reason we can know that we are alive, the reason we have cognitive thoughts. if we are not able to think that we are not alive in the first place, in saying this, I think, therefore I am. He is stating that the only way that we can know that we are alive are our thoughts because if we were not alive, our brains would not be working and we would not be able to think in the first place. Descartes says, There is nothing at all which gives me certainty of there being truth beyond this, that all the things which we can clearly and distinctly conceive are true. How do we know that something is clearly and distinctly conceived, or formed in the mind. Because if you break down Rene Descartes' argument, it comes across as very circular. Let's back up and take this from different angles. Rene Descartes starts out by saying, I inquired, in general, into what is essential to the truth and certainty of a proposition. For since I had discovered one which I knew to be true, I thought that I must likewise be able to discover the grounds of the certainty. He is basing everything that he knows about the fact that his brain will not betray him on his thoughts. And therefore, those thoughts are true. From this conclusion, he continues by stating, And as I observe in the words, I think, therefore, I am. There is nothing at all which gives me assurance of their truth beyond this fact, that I see. Very clearly that in order to think it is necessary to exist. The crucial part of this last statement is in these words. I see very clearly that in order to think it is necessary to exist. He states that to think he must exist. But in the previous statement he says that he knows that he exists because he thinks. He ends by making this final statement. I conclude That I might take, as a general rule, the principle that all things which we clearly and distinctly conceive are true. This is just reinforcement of the first point in saying that because he knows he can think something, he knows it to be true. For the crucial purpose of the argument that I am setting forth, we have to look at the two premises which René Descartes is presenting here. The first premise states, Because I know that I am thinking, I must be existing. The second premise states that I need to exist to think, therefore I exist. Breaking down the whole argument that Rene Descartes is presenting here, we find out that because he exists, he can think and knows that his thoughts are true. But for him to think, to begin with, He has to exist in the first place. So essentially what he is saying here is for A to be true, B has to come before it. But for B to be true, A has to come before it. You were going around in circles the whole time you were trying to decide things with this argument. You were going around in circles the whole time you were talking in this type of logic. And the outcome that comes from this is that neither premise are in themselves correct because they need the other to come before it. And not only that, but they have to be true and applied. And this is completely impossible because there has to be something independent of both premises that we know with absolute certainty to be true that we are able to base these ideas on. Then and only then can Rene Descartes rightfully move forward with this argument. Not only this, but let's take a look at the last bit of this statement. And I observed that in the words, I think, therefore I am, there is nothing at all which gives me assurance of their truth beyond this fact that I see very clearly that in order to think it necessary to exist, I concluded that I might take, as a general rule, the principle that all the things which we clearly and distinctly conceive are true. He says that the only thing which gives me assurance of their truth is that in order to think it is necessary to exist, or, in other words, the way that I am positive of the fact that they are true, is the fact that I know that I can think about the possibility for it to exist as a sentient being. In other words, the way that he is positive of the fact that they are indeed true, his thoughts, is the fact that he knows that he can think of the possibility for him to exist as a sentient being in the first place, or, as he puts it, the things which we clearly and distinctly conceive are true. At first look, this may come across as a reasonable argument, but... Let's break down what's really being said here. We've already stated that you need to have a mind that we know works. So we know that the thoughts that we are thinking are indeed in themselves true. But the only way for us to think in the first place is to have a mind that thinks outside of anything that we do. But we don't know what we are thinking about as being in themselves true. There is nothing here that establishes a definitive start to the process. As we made clear in this section before, all the arguments that Rene Descartes is presenting here are circular. A cannot be true without B being independently true and coming before it. But B can't be true without A being independently true and coming before it as well. At first glance, this may come across as a very reasonable argument. But once you break down, what he is really saying, everything comes down to complete nonsense. So one could say that this saying "Cogito ergo sum," I think therefore I am, is flawed and pointless. But let's take it from a different angle. Rene Descartes states in his book *Discourse on the Method*: "There is nothing at all which gives me assurance of their truth beyond this." That all the things which we clearly and distinctly conceive are true. This is saying that those things which are conceived or formed in the mind are true. But where are they formed from? You can take anyone off the street today and ask them why it is that they believe what they believe, and they most likely will tell you that it is because of what they were taught as a child. And even later in life, as you begin to change and grow. And mature, your mind changes on things as well. You will begin to find that those things are tainted by your past experiences and your teachings. You may not want them to or think that they are, but they are. And the only way for someone to come up with a thought that is completely void of any type of bias is for that thought to form in our brain at a time when there is nothing that could taint. What we are thinking. This means for a person to do what Rene Descartes is proposing here and what he proposed that he did himself is for that person to do one of two things. Either that person must find a way to be born again, that is, to start anew with a brand new brain, like they had when they were born, or or to find a way for them to rewire their brain and Clean their cognitive slate, if you will. Both hypotheses give us an answer to our query, but they also bring within the premise that it is possible to completely wipe a person's brain. Let us say, for instance, that it is possible to clean off a person's mental palate. We see this all the time that people can lose some memories here and there, whether from drug use or damage to the brain. Medication that doctors give them that specifically target memory cells of the brain and can wipe away specific memory, or an Alzheimer's disease. But in each of these cases, what you come out with is only the ability to rid a person of some of their memories. There is no way for us to completely wipe a person's brain and start from scratch. But Let's say that you were able to do this. The outcome of this would be very dangerous because not only would you have the result of a person completely forgetting everything they had ever learned, thought, said, heard, even things such as basic motor skills and the ability to think, to talk, all of this would be destroyed because. Everything within the brain is connected. And if you mess with one part of the brain, you risk messing with everything else and essentially destroying that person, leaving them with nothing more than a body. A living body, but a body nonetheless. And from this point, you'll have to relearn everything. How to walk, how to talk, even simple things as how to eat. And later, when you learn how to think, learn, Reason, you have to learn this on your own. But even these things present the problem. How are we supposed to do that? How are we supposed to relearn? As a young child, who's usually the one that is teaching us the fundamentals of how to be a person? Our parents. They teach us how to walk, to feed ourselves, to read, and to think. Everything that is used to form us into a person is most of the time under the sheltering and guidance of a parental figure, whether this comes in the form of biological parents, adoptive or step parents or whatever the case may be. But here's where things get interesting. Even if you started over, as it were, and reprogrammed yourself through wiping your brain, you would lose all your basic motor skills, thought processes and things like that. You would be starting again like you were when you were born. Within this spectrum, you have the fact of having to be taught all the basic things again and have your brain and thoughts formed by whom? Most likely the parental figure that you have in your life at that time or possibly someone else that is taking care of you during that time. But you also have the fact that everything that you're being taught is through someone else's eyes. You're being influenced by them since at this point you can't fully think and process for yourself. Rene Descartes' proposition is stating that I was convinced of the necessity of undertaking once in my life to rid myself of all the opinions that I had adopted and of commencing anew the work of building from the foundation is complete and utter nonsense. There's no way for us to commence anew the work of building building your brain, without resetting your brain and your whole body along with it. We have just discussed how this affects a person and in reality is highly unlikely and does not do what Rene Descartes is proposing here. You also have a lot of other red flags that are raised in this argument, which, which we may discuss at a later time, but just taking a preliminary look at the argument, there are a few flaws that arise from this statement. And to answer the question, can we accept that Rene Descartes statement, I think therefore I am, as being true? As I've shown, there are many red flags which come from that, and we can't accept it as being true. There's no way for us to truly know that we are living sentient beings based upon this statement, and the logic presented there is completely circular nonsense. Now, I might be wrong and you may disagree or have different thoughts on the matter. But all the thoughts that I presented here are just in my biased opinion.